Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, kicks his cat, Grizz, who is throwing up in the background, and kicks herself is here. Hi. Hi. It's me, my cat, who has a lot of antics right now. Lots of vom <laughs> happening in the back. I, okay, no, I'm not going to say that. What? I just kind of wish he would throw up. It doesn't matter, though. That's not, like, the pro- What's wrong? The issue is... He has something stuck. Uh-huh. And it's a hairball. Right. I just wish he would puke it out. Right. Right. And that's all. Okay. You you always say things like, I'm not gonna say that. Like 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 well, A, it it's gonna be truly disgusting. You but you, you say it like you're about to like get cancelled or say the most scandalous thing. No, it's just kind of fucking gross talking about my cat vomiting. I did intro you with the cat vomit already, so we're, we're well, there. I have something else that I do want to just put <laughs> into your ears. Okay. So I had some tough news today when I saw on Instagram my, I don't know, if, like, there's no fucking way she listens to this, but my um, hairdresser is not vaccinated. Okay, so if there was I anything mean, that you were like, I don't know if I should say this, that would have been it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't know if I should say this, but my cat should just throw up to get the hair out of his throat. <laughs> but my hairdresser is not vaccinated. <laughs> no, so. you. There are times when you don't get how well you get comedy, I think. <laughs> mm. Like mm-hmm. you really that that was so funny. Thank you. And now you just ruined it because you now you're telling me I'm funny. But I do honestly need a haircut. And so like I do need a new hairdresser. Well, did you tell Allison this news? We'll talk in the car. <laughs> okay. Well, well, it's not like crazy secrets here. No, I mean, no, no, no. she I asked her about it because there's something um on Instagram. <laughs> I'm picturing like on her Instagram, she's like January 6th at the Capitol, like cutting hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, Honestly, I think there's I kind of wish. I think there's something up. <laughs> she posted a throwback Thursday to Gen 6. No, we had to do some deep investigating, but it wasn't that deep. We just asked someone that knows her. Um, that sucks. And to I hear. need a new hairdresser, and our friend, friend of the pod, Kelly, also needs a new hairdresser because. She too goes to this woman that. Wait, Kelly goes there too. Yeah. Wow. And ev- you know what? Okay, this makes sense to me because both Allison and Kelly. Okay, it's not that you don't nail hair, but the two of them have a very similar hair texture. And when Kelly got her hair cut and got like the the curtain bang curtain look, bangs. I was like, that's so crazy because it looks so similar to Allison's hair when she Allison nails hair. Doesn't go to the same person. <laughs> Wait, what do you? I thought we just confirmed that. No, no, no. She goes to her like. Um, it's the same salon, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. I think I'm gonna shave my head this week. <laughs> okay. I'm so over huh? my hair. I'm so over um, it. I can't do it anymore. And I know the drastic hair change thing. I always say to people, um, but guess what? That's a hairstyle I've rocked. It's not like it's something I haven't. Yes, you have had many of shaved heads. But, like, that used to be, like, it's crazy that I've had long hair for a year yeah. and a half. Because yeah, usually yeah. I've had a shaved head. I'm just getting tired of it. Like, I'm just tired of doing my hair. 
I end up wearing hats all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll just get a curtain bang. <laughs> From this <laughs> unvaxxed hairdresser. I only will go to unvaccinated people. Um, so, uh, we have an exciting Bravo episode today. Lots to cover oh, in the Bravo verse. Oh my fucking God. I'm so excited. About what? Our guest. Oh yeah. Our guest is going to be great. I'm also excited about just, you know, the content. There's a lot to cover. Mm. I think arguably one of the best episodes in Housewives history happened this week. And that was in Maryland. Maryland. It was there. <laughs> so we're going to dive into all of that uh, in one second with Damien Bellino. But I just want to quickly remind everyone to rate, review, subscribe, write a review. It will get right here on the pod. Um, and we also have exciting uh, news uh, in the reality television coverage front. Starting in October, we are doing a little spooky series where we are covering... Um, Werewolf. It's a spooky, scary. I don't know. Past we're not that. matching up on Zoom, so it's oh, it's matching on my end. It was matching <laughs> oh, okay. on my end because I was. I'm following you. Got it. Um, no, uh, we're gonna cover Halloween parties slash themed costume parties from Housewives Past. Uh, and let's wait. Let's announce which ones we're covering because we have it. We have it set in stone. Oh, we don't have Get the it. we don't have the guests lined up exactly yet. But we do have some exciting lineups. We have a lot of returning faves. Some that you haven't seen in a minute. Which we're excited about. Um, so first off, drumroll. Uh, from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, we will be covering the slumber party from season six, mm. where uh, Nini, Kenya, Candy all go at it. All it stars. is iconic. It's a all really, stars. really iconic season. Really iconic fight. Um, Drumroll. From the Real Housewives of New York, we will be covering season two. Uh, episode, I believe it's 10, uh, Unfashionably Late, which is where Kelly Ben Simone uh, throws a party <laughs> and doesn't show up. <laughs> it's one of the best. It's good. It's slept on. I forgot about it until we were doing this, so I'm excited. Okay, uh, brrr, drum roll from uh, Real Houses of Orange County, which we've never talked about here on the podcast because we've never cov- covered them. But we have to tip our hat to when they're iconic, they're iconic. Um, the motor, can you hear the bikes outside my window? No. Oh, I was going to say the, the probably racists riding their motorcycles outside my window to agree with the Real Houses of Orange County. (laughs) Um, no, we will be covering the eighties Bunko party where Vicky has a huge blowout with Slade Smiley. And then there's one more, uh, one of your favorites. Your most used meme. No, I've never used a meme from that. Is that not where Brandy's sitting there, like nodding her head in sunglasses, going? Brandy, she's not for NOC. Oh, what? Okay. Anyways, drum roll. One more. Um, we will be covering uh the Real House of Beverly Hills game night from season two, where uh, but that's not the that's not even that. What are you talking about? Great. Um, you're thinking about the other game night, uh, season two game night where, uh, Brandy says, go do crystal meth in the bathroom, bitch to Kim Richards, mm-hmm. who might've been doing crystal meth in the bathroom. Allegedly, we'll, <laughs> we'll never know. know. Um, okay. But we're going to take a quick break. That's we'll be back. Secret. I'll never tell. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and be back with Damien in one second. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Oh. 
Okay, and we are back uh, with Damien Bellino. Uh, he is a writer. Not British. He is a writer, comedian, podcaster, and half of the podcast you might know her from, where uh, him and his co-host Anne dive into actresses who are both overqualified and underutilized. And uh, it's a great pod. I love it. And Damien also knows everything about Bravo because he started Andy's Girls with Sarah Galley forever, forever ago. And not to age anyone, but it's been around for a minute. Yeah, it is. It's an institution. <laughs> it is. And uh, we are so happy to have you here. Follow uh, Damien Bellino at Damien Bellino on Instagram. Damien, hi. Hello. Thanks for having me, uh, folks. I'm so glad to be here and excited to talk about um, like the thing that I could talk about just forever, which is Housewives and the reality w- TV. The women in our lives. Mm. Well, before before we jump into all these things, we before we press the record button, Kix did say, "I thought you lived in Liverpool." <laughs> no, I didn't say Liverpool. I said I thought you were in the UK. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I know you're not British, but for some reason, I, love- I don't know why. I thought you were in the UK. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Well, I love the UK. I've never only been. <laughs> to london i loved it there but i haven't been since i was 21 but i loved it because they play like the worst music at gay bars which is like they like play the spice girls in earnest and like i love that but also it would like never happen here especially now but they were still playing it in like 2009 just like yeah hallowell solo i feel like they would play on like the on like pride weekend exactly like yeah yeah. like for a a moment night and energy yeah i i think that the UK. Oh God, this might get me in trouble. It's a very high low there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, which is like they, what I like about it, right? Which is like what I. That's like kind of me too. Like I love like like the best television and the worst. I consume. Wait, did we all watch Squid Game yet? Okay, yeah. I've okay, only watched the y'all. first episode. It's amazing. It's like getting the most wildly amazing reviews. It's so good. It's like charming. Netflix's start. like most popular show of all time. Okay, tonight this may be the night. I got to start. So, do you do you like horror? I do. Yeah. Okay, it's like it's horror adjacent. Like I went, it, it is quite violent. So if you don't like violent things, like maybe like violent like Saw or violent like violent like Saw. Oh, like <laughs> like, like gore. It is you know, a bit really really. I mean, episode one violent well it's and like it, i've only heard it gets more violent from there well i i compare it's like saw and hunger games kind of had a had a love child so that's like but then it's korean so like it's, uh, add all those things together and and okay. there we are but the but the actors are so good and like the plot there's a lot of like great character work and great stories and it's i highly suggest that was that was my high moment of the week my low was probably watching the vanderpump rules reunion live it's not reunion. Oh, sorry, not reunion. The Vanderpump Rules premiere. I wish live. it was a reunion. You know, like, I, I sometimes I will skip, like, or, like, I'll half watch a season of something that I don't like that much, and then I'll watch the whole reunion cycle in earnest. Oh, I feel like yeah. Okay, it wraps up all the... They're always the best. Yeah. Because, like, I'm... I... You get so much... You essentially watch the whole season in the three-part reunion, because they, t- they hash it all out. Exactly. I didn't watch any of last season's OC, but then I watched uh, Kelly Dodd say that she was black on the reunion, and I was like, okay, I feel like actually, like maybe the season wasn't terrible, but I didn't have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I did get a moment today. I was seeing this white woman say she's black. <laughs> oh god. No, I some something really comforting in for me on like on a Sunday is either watching all of the New York vacations. I've done mm. that before. Also, I like in the holiday time sometimes to just watch all the Berkshires episodes while I decorate a Christmas tree. Um, and then also just like watching reunions back to back to back all day. 
that's so interesting. I don't know that I've ever watched old episodes. Well, that's not true. I'll repeat an episode sometimes of like Beverly Hills this season. Off sometimes they put an oh like the that week's episode on again over the weekend while I'm like cleaning just because yeah. I find it calming. It is calming. It really is. Like my, I think I'm sure my heart rate like drops to resting when I hear um like these women just scream at each other sometimes. God, can't be me. Yeah, like, Kix is more affected. Relax. Yeah, Kix gets more affected by the by the drama. Physically hurts me sometimes. Like you can't relive it. It's too anxious. It makes you anxious. Like New York, I can because I don't. I guess it's like I. It's definitely my favorite Housewives franchise for sure. So maybe it's just because like I have watched them a bunch that like it. I don't know, but like sometimes it actually pains me to see people like yell at each other, which is what Bravo is. Yeah, I've heard other folks say that. I don't feel the way because I love conflict. Like maybe mm-hmm. too much and then also like i like the re- resolution like i yeah. like when people are honest about their feelings because i but it sometimes causes conflict but then i like watching them try to remedy it but other people are like i don't want to watch women scream at each other and i'm like well they're just being honest i'm like you clearly <laughs> haven't been to a, a gay brunch before <laughs> <laughs> or hell's <laughs> we were just talking hell's kitchen and yeah if you want to see someone scream at each other just go in and out of bars all weekend on um, hell's kitchen gay air scene i'm gonna scream at you soon in a minute damien i can't wait i love conflict (laughs) here's the thing with me with me in conflict we're besties because i like to make it happen and then squash it we're done if you just talk about things it's done yep like why lose sleep over like you don't want to go to bed and i don't want to go to bed angry no that's the biggest rule in relationships and we're all in a relationship here also let me just tell you i also hate the silent treatment so like if any situation i've ever been in where someone tries to give me the silent treatment like i will just continue to scream scream at you until awesome. i get a reaction out of you because like you want to talk about it i'm not going to bed what's talk what sign it. are you i'm an aquarius okay i don't really know anything about science kicks does that make sense <laughs> that's, what everyone, everyone, that's like i ask the same thing and if i don't know it's like not one of the four signs that i know someone who who is and i'm like i don't know you feel sad i'm sad and you, I, you feel familiar to me in that way so i was i was wondering if you were mm-hmm. like that but no Pick, what are yeah, you? it's big sad energy to like enjoy conflict kicks mm, mm, mm. <laughs> is a scorpio but- but I'm you're a Scorpio. calm Scorpio. That's that's what's confusing to me a bit. No, Scorpios aren't like aggressively outwardly scary. Like that's other times. I didn't say that. Interesting. <laughs> also, they say that you're, you need to know your whole map. And like I sort of sure. do it. I, never, I don't really understand it. Right. No, like I'm incredibly like pensive. Like I'm a listener and I like to assess the situation before I come in and just jab. You don't jab. No. You like a no, jab. No, 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 no. No, you don't really jab though, Kicks. You're not a jabber. I think about it. I'm like, got it. We'll bring this up later. I jab when you're not looking. I'll be like, that kind of oh, reminds ice. me of that. That kind of reminds me of that one time when you did that X, Y, and Z, and someone's like, oh, <laughs> you keep some. You have you keep something in a pocket in your pocket. You take notes. You keep you keep a tab. No, it's the, okay. Over the weekend, last weekend, you were asking me something, and I was like taken aback. I was like, was that supposed to be shading? You're like, no, not at all. I don't remember what it was. And our friend that was with us was like. If it wasn't, then why were you smiling at me before you said it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, I'm demonic. I looked at my friend, and as I said it, we were driving, and I and she like looked at me, and I was like, Hee-hee. like I, she like saw that I was about to say something that was like petty. <laughs> I wish I remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, no, you like to stir the pot. You like to stir the pot. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. that I think that I would excel in reality because I'm equal parts delusional and I think also... you're the wooden spoon 
in a pot of spaghetti. <laughs> Wooden spoon. Never been described as that, but thank you, Kix, for that description today. In Italian uh, culture, we hit by like we would get hit with the wooden spoon. So there we go. Oh well, that, then that maybe that makes sense. I'm I'm hitting yeah. people with my with my thoughts. <laughs> um, wait, Damien. Before we jump into Housewives, two things. One, I want you to talk about the podcast, and then B, we have a question for you. So start with the podcast. Tell everyone about it. Okay, so you might know her from um, it's just what you said, which is like me and my best friend Anne. We talk our shit about the things that we like, um, and then we interview a great character actress every episode. Um, we've interviewed really great people: Margaret Cho, Anne Heche, Kathleen Turner, Tashina Arnold, Eileen Davidson. Um, so yeah, we're just all about like finding women who uh, you know maybe don't get enough uh, attention and shine, and talking to them about the biz. Well, I lo- I loved um, the recent episode with uh, Tina uh, Majorino because, like, here's the thing: like, we I feel like we're almost ashamed of it now, but we have to acknowledge that Napoleon Dynamite was like culture when we were like, at least for my like, I was in eighth grade when it came out, like, and it's a dumb movie, but Deb is like was gay right it's like like <laughs> Deb like <laughs> working guy. the photo shoot like get it like like that whole thing I was like. You literally, like, I remember being like, work, <laughs> love death. What a moment in time, truly. It really was. And, you know, it's so interesting, like, rewatching it. I was like, I don't, this wasn't really my movie. And then I was like, I'm not really sure it's still not my movie. But it was like, one, it was huge. It was just like everywhere in the zeitgeist. And yeah. also, Tina as Deb is so good. Like, that photo oh. shoot scene is so exquisite. I, that's exactly the moment I would single out as, like, the thing I cared most about. It's like watching her, like process at all happening yes she's she's so good in that movie and like she the supporting characters in that like really carry it you know besides what's his name uh the main guy hederer isn't like hederer heederer yeah I like his the grandma. She's she's also like the second thing I care. About. I mean, there was like the, the grandma and, and, is Haley, iconic. and Haley Duff. You know, like those are the three right. things I care most about. <laughs> yeah, I remember being like, I can't. <laughs> also, it's kind of a drag of Haley Duff that like at that time Hillary Duff is like has an empire and Haley Duff is like playing the popular girl in this like movie. She thought no one would see. <laughs> And I remember being like, I can't believe Haley Duff took a role that was so small. Yeah, I know. It's like a drag. She kind of dragged herself in it. I feel like she, like, oh I could God. see her, like, never I talking about that. I forgot she was in it. Yeah, she's a popular girl. Yeah, yeah. summer or something. I know, summer I'm something. like, I can see her face. It's crazy. And it's sad to say that, like, that is how I learned the song Time After Time. <laughs> oh, wow. I know, okay. I'm just a baby at that yeah. time. Like, I was like, I was like, I wasn't listening to Cindy Lauper in seventh grade, you know? I don't know. I was in fifth grade. So, yeah. Yeah. I, no I, idea. <laughs> I don't even know where, what age I was, guys, but I don't, it was, I was not in a grade, I don't think. <laughs> oh, are you older? <laughs> I feel like you're my age. No, maybe I, mean, not. I think I was in college, maybe, when Napoleon Tyne became that. Maybe oh. older. I don't even know. Older? Oh, no. It came out in, like, 2003. Five. Four. Five. Uh, five. Okay, I was in college. Okay. There we go. Um, no, but I, like, I just, there are so many women like that that you, like, like, just see in these movies. Especially, I feel like, as a as a gay kid, like, growing up, like, you just see characters, like, like in the background of a movie and you just, like, are infatuated with them. Like, like the Judy Greer, like, Totally, like, Catherine Hahn before she Catherine was, like, Hahn. 
I feel like uh, when I, I remember learning what IMDb was and I remember being like, who is that person? Like, why do I know them? And then I would like, yeah, you know, like absolutely. going to this thing and then clicking and trying to figure out like, what do I know them from? I, which I still do now. But of course now yeah. it's like second nature. I like, are you one of the people that have like IMDb app on your phone? I don't have the app on my phone. Um, I'm weird. I, I have it. I'm like always I, on it. Yeah. I always like want to know everything. No, I do like use it. Actually, I should get the app because I find it very frustrating that you can't click on episode on the website. So maybe I should just get the app. I'm sure I could do a lot more. Um, it's like weirdly you know. one of my most used. Like I always Wait, like to see award things. Like, and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I've had it from like the beginning of when I had an iPhone. It was like one of the, I, it's so weird. I don't know. Because I like every time right, I'm going to download it right now. Where well, are they from? We're live. What? It's fun. What I like about it is like awards. It's fun to like know your history on like when people got nominated for things. Because sometimes there's people that you're like, or what movies got nominated. Yeah, but 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 it's sometimes there'll be like a random actor in a movie, and you're like, I've never seen them before, and you look them up, and then you're like, they were nominated for like a primetime Emmy, and like in like 1999 you're like wait or what? they're like a, a daytime emmy winner and you're right like, well, i never like, knew eileen. like eileen davidson two times yeah can i also tell you i think your audience you know i'll use eileen as a reference point um because i feel like your audience is familiar with um the classiest housewife of all time in my opinion <laughs> uh she is, I agree. you know eileen like it's like what's so fun about my podcast is getting to talk to these actors who maybe don't always get to talk about the work and like asking Eileen questions about acting and she was like why are you asking me about this movie like she like thought we were like trying to like reality TV yeah she kept being like what do you want to know about that movie what and I was like Eileen nobody is trying to like get gotcha (laughs) she was like I can just see the headline now and I was like Eileen no one's getting a headline out of this (laughs) you're like Eileen honestly thank you (laughs) yeah I thank you for your support truly I'm sorry my dog's in the background with his Halloween bandana on right now staring at us Were you like, what is that? I saw it, but I was like, is that mine? Because <laughs> so, she's like walking around here like very anxious. And I was like, please just lay down somewhere. So then I was like, wait, is she behind me? And then I was like, oh, that's your screen. So The most anxious time of the day is podcast recording for the dog. She used, she used to get like a thing during it, like a, like a bully stick or something. But then she would eat it so fast. And then she would like lap up all this water. And it was just more trouble than it was worth. Yeah, I hear that. I feel like Russ, I mean, the, Russ would be friends yeah. with, with her. I miss my cat trying to vomit you did yeah that was in the (laughs) intro we recorded so so listen um (laughs) no but uh second thing we want to check in with uh which we check in with all of our guests and that is uh what uh question which is what reality television made you a dumpster diva that's like our phrase for um trash trash persons like us um and it doesn't have to be bravo and in addition to that was there like a certain uh character uh on said reality show that really brought you into the genre take it away damien well, I'm so glad you asked. I was really <laughs> thinking about this because you had, you know, you had prepped me and I was like, well, what was it that like when and I was trying to think of like the era I was like really creating a timeline for yeah. because I love it all. I love I watch so much garbage. I watch, you know, all the housewives, I watch drag race, I watch basketball, wives, I watch love and hip hop. I watch you work, for VH- you work for VH1, right? I used to work at VH1. So I have <laughs> yeah. a huge knowledge of their catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm like hooked on it. And it's like, sadly, I can't um, undo it. But sort of, I guess, a full circle moment is that I think that, like, my obsession with reality TV and, like, my t- uh, becoming a dumpster diver diva. is diva. <laughs> is, yeah, lean into the diva. <laughs> it was somewhere around, like, two... It was in that era of, like, celeb reality on v, uh, VH1 because I watched The Surreal Life yep. and I watched, like, so that becoming the next Partridge Family Celebrity yes. Fit Club. Like, love I love Celebrity Fit Club. That's, like, how I, I learned love- who Ross Matthews was. Yes, that same. I was like, I like, where's Wendy the Snapple Chaz, lady? Like, Chaz Bono. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, Jack Hay, like everybody. Yes. Every- 
So uh, I feel like, it, and like, that's also the same time. That's all like post survivor. And that was like Joe millionaire, which I also watched. So yeah. like, I feel like th that was like my entry into all of that was a lot of like those Fox really lowbrow reality TV shows, like the Swan, which speaking of watch rewatching things, like I am going to tell you that if you ever feeling like I want to watch something and just like be like fascinated, watch the Swan they're on YouTube and you are going to be shocked that the show existed where women were like, they would tape up their mirrors and just give them plastic surgery over the course of like a month. And then they would like do a pageant at the end to be like, who's the most beautiful in the way you used to Right. Look. But they call them like ugly ducklings before as <laughs> if they like were like, it's shocking. It's fascinating. It's shocking. But, um, yes. So I think that that was my entry into reality TV and being a dumpster diva. I, I, I don't know if there's a specific person. I do love Tiffany Pollard. I feel like she's still of the moment, but I did love her back then as well yeah um but i don't know i mean i love tammy roman on the real world yeah we got tammy roman was that last week or two weeks ago someone said brought up tammy mm -hmm. yeah. a couple weeks ago so we talked mm -hmm. about tammy a little bit well i left her on the real world la where she had her mouth wired shut and got an abortion <laughs> it was very heavy she wanted to eat tacos but her mouth was wired shut it was like so deep <laughs> i was in second that, grade that is deep you know okay now something that if you don't live in new york you may not know this and kicks you may not know this because you are like not in a Brooklyn. musical theater because you're in BK. <laughs> um, the Lincoln Center Library, you can go to Lincoln Center Library and like you can watch a you can watch um, any musical of like essentially since they were recording them and you can watch them all day. It's free. You can watch chorus line like OG like you can do anything you want there. Um, I think that in 10 years, like we need to get a group together to start getting some of these like iconic shows put to like, <laughs> like, like uh, a drive somewhere. Library. And we do, we need a Lincoln Center <laughs> library for things like the Swan and, and for Joe Millionaire, because sometimes someone needs to go back and see where, where we were to see where we are now, you know? You know, the Paley Center exists. Do they preserve, I know they like television. Do they preserve reality TV or is it I not included? I wonder. Because I agree. I mean, do you remember Mr. Personality? It's not one I actually personally watch, but no. I know it, it was mm -hmm. Monica Lewinsky hosted it. And it was like a woman yes. trying to find love and all of the men were in masks. It was like the Masked <laughs> Singer, but like, and the Bachelor mixed together. Well, and now there's this new show on Netflix, like, that's... Um, Sexy Beast? Like, yeah, Sexy Beast. <laughs> but it's not about like, people being into like stuff to humans what is yeah it? like they're not furries but they're furries, all dressed yeah. like furries yeah they're, they're dressed like dressed furries. furries i watched like the first three episodes i wish that it was better i didn't watch I didn't, it yeah <laughs> i wanted it to be better i was fascinated Wait, damien though. since you like the swan kicks this is your moment to talk about the show you always want to talk about no one's ever seen it and damien might not have seen it but just tell him about it take it away bridal pla bridal plastic go the name is bridal plastic it can be found on iTunes. It can be found on iTunes. I'm <laughs> fucking sure it can be found on YouTube. <laughs> and the premise is whoever makes it to the end of this essentially a, a game show-like situation um, wins their weddings paid for. But the kicker is that they also get all of the plastic surgeries that they want <laughs> that's on their list. And so every week you're doing like game-type things for your wedding and if you win you get one of your plastic surgeries and guess who the doctor is yeah. damien oh my god it's terry dubrow it is it's terry dubrow <laughs> it's so fucking good pre and this is pre heather oc 
Yes. Yeah, this in is the great. worst worst way possible. It's just like this is for me. He's a doctor on the Swan too. Yeah, like, I know, I know. That was this. This is, it, is in between Swan and OC. The now, host yeah, this is, is like a um, pageant, like a former USA Miss something. <laughs> great. Yeah, okay. Really selling it. That <laughs> sold me right there. <laughs> um, but she also has a lot of work done, so it's nice. And they also just like the first episode, they go to a plastic surgeon, um, Dr. Dubrow, if you will. And he draws and tells them things that they need done. On their bodies. All right. I'm at, okay. So maybe <laughs> I'm going to put a pause in. On uh, F1. <laughs> on Squid, on the Squid show. Yeah. Watch Bridal Plasty before Squid, the Squid Game, please. Honestly. There you go. Now, yes. something I do want to just continue. I know you're hooked already, but just to hook you even more. When they do, if you just want to do the math in your head, so like if people are getting surgeries, like there's not enough time to recover and then compete in next week's challenge, right? Like they don't like, like how are you supposed to win a boob job and then run yes. a race or, the next week? Because they have so like the physical... challenges are like our actual physical challenge. Some, some are. Oh, <laughs> and so that was like not survivor, what I was expecting. Like, you run and like get a puzzle piece from the other room and you're blindfolded <laughs> and then you have to put it on a wall okay. and it's your dream dress. The puzzle yeah. you're doing is you in a dress. Now, so what they do, though, is they have a medical wing of the home that they're in where there's, like, full, like, nurse staff where, like, people are, like, like, people, girls get, like, nose jobs and they're, like, wrapped up, like, in bed. And, like, another girl's like, hey, I know you're recovering, but, like, there's drama. So-and-so wants to take your spot in the wedding. And then when they vote, <laughs> you go to the person's table that you want to stay. Yeah, it's like, like a reception. Rece- and you reception. pick which table you would sit at. And the girl that's left alone at a table uh, leaves. All right, listen, I'm going to watch <laughs> this show. I'm going to binge it and I'm coming back to recap. Honestly, it kicks his dream to cover it on this podcast. And, and I keep saying no because I'm like, who would watch it? Like, like how are we going to get people to actually watch it? Like, we. Because you actually do have to pay dollars to watch it. i'm gonna but, tell you if i find if i find the if i find a link on the dark web i'll send it so that you thank can you. <laughs> honestly we're I happy actually, to venmo you so you can just buy unfortunately, it unfortunately <laughs> i fully own it yeah i do like, too <laughs> i think we could just give you our log our apple logins <laughs> thank you thank you wow i mean it sounds really right up my alley i'm one of my favorite like screenshots that's like on the internet there's not a lot of swan content on the internet last time i checked but there was like one screenshot of a woman whose like face is all bandaged up and she's like looking out a window because she can't look in the mirror. <laughs> and it's just like the, the caption is like, today I wished for death. <laughs> and it's just like so dark. It's so dark because she has not seen anyone. Yeah. She's, she's isolated in a room with no mirrors. And it's just so fucking so, dark. And it's like aired right. in prime time. And I watched it with my family. Yeah, I would love yeah, so a, think, the swan. So swan oh, yeah, so think swan and add... Um, survivor yeah they're in truly the flavor of love house like it's like the same house like Like it's the same like mega mansion yeah i really think it is yeah yeah um well check all those things out um (laughs) we're not sponsored by what was this what was bridal plastic on i think it was on a and e or something like that I'll look it up. Um, yeah, it seems like an A and E. Well, I don't know. They because they did like the wedding story, right? And they did yeah. say yes to the dress. Yeah. It was on E. On E. Wow. It aired in 2010. Oh, so that was right before OC started for Heather. Heather's OC journey, I believe. Don't That's you think? It's not that long ago. It's not <laughs> as long ago as I was imagining it in my brain. Yeah. I was thinking you were gonna say like 2005, six. No, it's it's the late. It, that's what makes it more disturbing. I think actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I think it's time to jump into our shows. We got a lot to cover this week. A lot happened, and 
we got to talk about before I guess we talk about the shows about our queen Portia is confirmed leaving the Royal of Atlanta, which Cynthia also is leaving. But, <laughs> but and I love Cynthia, I but love Portia, I do think it was her time in certain ways. I think you could tell that she was moved on from this part of her life, but. And I I just want to like tip my hat to Portia Williams right now because she has truly one of the greatest arcs on reality television. Her and Luann have like arcs that you can't like write in a movie. Mm -hmm. And like she truly is iconic. And I just want to like talk about Portia for a moment. Yeah, we're about to get like a definitely such a new era of Atlanta with so many... um, so many OGs or like, like people who've been on season vets mm-hmm. that are leaving. And I like Sheree's coming back uh, pretty much confirmed, but um, which is iconic because she's left and come back now twice. So, but yeah, I think she has had such a crazy arc and I, again, I'm going to miss her, but I'm excited for a spinoff and her confusing relationship with, I don't Batman. know about the spinoff. I think they're married. Damien looks question questionable about the I, spinoff. I feel like I'm sad because I feel like it's a loss for us, but I feel like it means that like the relationship is real and she doesn't want like Kenya to pull something out of like the dark web and bring it as a storyline. Then she's like getting divorced or separating from her fiance or whatever. Um, and I get that because I feel like that must be really like the most taxing part of these shows is that you are constantly in fear of like what is out there because and like how who will who will go below the belt to make it a plot line but i feel like she could have done her spinoff i isn't going to be like 17 episodes it's going to be like six episodes or four right. episodes or eight episodes and she could have done both and they or they would have found a way to do both so i'm sad about that i guess i get it uh i'm a little bit nervous for the future of atlanta but i i had read something that they were hoping that like other past cast members would come on as like guests. And I wonder, like, I was like, are they going to try to get Nini and do like a Jill Zarian, the Bethany sort of moment when Bobby passed and have like Marlo or someone. <clears throat> yeah. I saw that somewhere that, that Marlo was going to, they're trying to get Marlo to do a sit down with Nini, like for a scene or something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm love the hello Dolly cup. You just took a drink out of. <laughs> Thank you. It's my, it's my favorite show. Uh, do we think that, um, it's confirmed that Marlo's has a peach. I that's saw the, some... that's the that is the from you know this the, what is right. the word I'm looking rumor. for you rumor, know like the, the rumor mill the, the, yeah that she is confirmed. I think I think she is. I think we can I can I, we're slowly getting news coming in and all the news that we had gotten has been correct so far. So I feel like that um she probably is getting her peach. I think it's way overdue, honestly, but... I think it's totally overdue, and I also think they probably think that she's, like, a because she's been on the show and has, like, established history on the show, it's, like, a way of feeling like things aren't changing by right. keeping her um, on. It's like, oh, well, this is, like, an entryway into Cynthia and Nini, sort of. Mm-hmm. Well, did you see that, um, uh, is it Sonia? Sonia Richards Ross? Sonia Richards Ross? Is that, how you say her first name? Sonia or Sonia? Oh, the uh, Olympic athlete? Yeah, that she's going to be on? I'm into that. I don't know anything about her, but I'm into an Olympian Same. being. Yeah, I, no, I've I've heard I've heard of her via Olympics, but I I certainly don't know that I don't know if she'll be good reality TV or not. But I think it's a it's a fun twist. You know, we got we we've never had an Olympian before. No, I agree. I, I feel like it's 
Atlanta's like had trouble um, finding newer women in the last few years. Although I actually was a big fan of Drew. I like the end of her season was sort of a bust, I thought. But I was that headshot moment was so great. I'm into her being actually married. Um, and I feel like, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like now that Portia has gone, it's like Drew can sort of carry the torch of whatever, because like they were aligned. So she can just like hate Kenya in place of Portia. Yeah. I think Drew came in like really, she feels like a, such a good housewife that I think that she'll be on for some time because she like is literally not afraid to show her crazy husband <laughs> Truly. <laughs> and her mom and her kids there's there's so much going on that she yeah. was just like really willing to like share so i think that yeah i, I enjoy her as a housewife for sure i so also I, think i don't know I'm i think excited. she has some more secrets in the closet i don't know i think that we don't know the whole story about behind what's his face i, I don't what is his name i forget i can't remember our well ralph yeah you're Rod? right oh, no ralph wow. I, I think I, I don't out, but... know where you pulled that out from but i <laughs> i think that there are some more skeletons that we will um uncover with her she's she's a great she's great because she like doesn't totally get it like i don't think she totally gets housewives yet and that's right, where it's like, fun thinks she does which is like the yes. best part like she thinks right. she's smarter than it which is like always the most fun person because right. it's like someone who's like doing it and they're like i know how to do this and then you're like oh like the process is catching up with you right well speaking of that type of person let's talk um slc because that is jen shaw and a lot of the women on there i oh. i okay guys I'm going to say something unpopular, okay? And I think we all are feeling it. We, You can never hype people up. Like, you can't hype people up too early, right? You got to let them, like, pan out on their own. I'm worried we're going to get a, like, three-season SLC moment, and then it just be kind of done. Because, like, without Jen getting arrested, we don't have much to talk about. And, like, Mary is not delivering on the cult front <laughs> like we don't get enough information she delivers on the humor but we're not getting enough of the darkness out of her probably yes. meredith is like two beverly hills cold for me sometimes where i find that she's not willing to lean into the drama as much and then like heather i'm nervous about there's just a lot going on where, where are you guys at with it i'm, I'm just not sure I'm, I'm all in i feel similarly that like i think that everyone is hyper aware that they are on television and maybe that was also true last season but it didn't bother me but this uh, jen shaw uh notwithstanding right but now it's like jen shaw is terrible heather is like has this weird like to me it's pathetic sort of like allegiance to jen shaw which is like why would you ever make friends with this like you are supposed to be like everyone loves heather because she's relatable but like to me there's nothing relatable about her allegiance to Jen Shaw. And then she went on watch what happens live and was like I, talking about like, I'm still le- a lot, like, I'm still on her site, even though I knew, cause I always knew her business. It's like, yeah. Okay. No. no Meredith. I was a huge fan of season one, but I feel like she's engaging too much for me. Like, I feel like she's like too aware of the tele- the cameras. Yeah. Lisa Barlow, same thing. Whitney drunk, th- dropping cakes, same thing. Mary is the bright spot for me because she's like, so on a different planet yeah. that it is like entertaining. But I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of it is dark that is like, and but I also don't think that she's playing the game. So I appreciate that because yeah. I don't think that she like knows the game is happening. Yeah. But I also feel like if if it's true, I mean, I don't know. I, for me, religion is complicated. So like, I don't want to like judge her church because like I don't, all religion is to me is kind of like sketchy, but yeah, she is, um, 
yeah, like if 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 like this mask is revealed and it's true that she's like running a cult and like I mean she has like a hundred houses, she doesn't know where they are and she like gets them from her parishioner. So <laughs> well, it, maybe that's true. <laughs> I kind of more Salt Lake City something, and maybe it's just because I'm hot off watching Lula Rich, but like it, I think that Salt Lake City is built on MLMs, like the whole city. I mean, like I. Every Mormonism single... is an MLM. I know. I saw that TikTok. Did you everyone see that TikTok that someone shared? It was going around where yes. he was like, "Everyone says Mormons, <laughs> Mormons are are part of an MLM," and that's not true. And then he like breaks down like there's three people at the top, and then there's five people underneath, and then it like essentially being like, "Where it is an MLM." See, okay, so I think that. That we're going to have a rocky start to the season, but I am hopeful that things are going to pick up because I think that every, like the players are all there that, but there's not enough like content yet for them to like get mad at each other because they need to have like more interactions than just things that happened at the reunion. Yeah. Yeah. I know they are kind of just talking about the reunion right now. Still. Yeah. And like, like and like i'm so sick of people showing screenshots of like tweets that people like like heather did it to jen and then (laughs) meredith did it to jen i was like i don't care just go like out to lunch as a group of like six women or whatever um but yeah this is the third up and this is the first time they've gone all together i think which is mary wasn't even there right so not even like i'm like yeah because they went to lunch on the first episode and but not all uh, of them it was just like four of them jen wasn't there yeah no it was yeah. just and Whitney Lisa Heather there, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah Jenny can we talk that... about Jenny oh kicks go ahead oh no I was just gonna say I'm like enjoying Mary sharing a little bit more this season because I think she's like oh I am on television she's not she, again she doesn't like fully get the bravo of it all but no. I think she's like got it people are watching me i'm gonna wear this ridiculous hat in my confessionals i'm gonna try to stock my son's fridge like tiktokers and (laughs) it's just too much but i'm enjoying her so far i'm finding her especially her and brooks's relationship obviously that's the thing i most into is brooks and well we must talk about the fart her around the world (laughs) okay what that was like a joke or do you think she actually farted well, I think Bravo put in the like <laughs> they added that sound effect. <laughs> yes, like of no one's yeah. farts like sound like that. Like <laughs> no one farts, and it's literally like full on like soundboard. Like I should have built a, a fart into the soundboard <laughs> here today. Like I they they would definitely put that in, but I do think she had a little uh, SBD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Devil, I think so. Maybe too. Like. But Meredith was like, they both, they couldn't even edit it to make it make sense because Meredith and Brooks were like, what? And then they like looked at each other and Meredith is like, Meredith is essentially just like smile and nod. Like you do to like your grandma. Like, like, you know, when your mom like kicks you under the table and it's like, just don't say anything. Just smile and be polite. Grandma's here. Like that felt like the energy she was giving him because she was just like, she was just smiling and like, yeah, okay. It It was so strange, but also I was into it. I... Yeah, I appreciate Mary. She reminds, speaking of old school reality TV, she reminds me of like Paula Abdul from Hey Paula, yeah. like yep. all pilled out and then thrown into a housewife show. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, she is, she, she is like the best type of housewife we can have where like they don't know where they are. Like that's totally. why Kim Richards is queen, you know, because she just didn't know what she was doing. And and it's better television than Lisa Vanderpump trying to like create storylines that don't exist, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is totally what agree. Lisa Barlow is doing, but I do kind of like Lisa Barlow. 
You just like her husband. No, I do think husband's hot. Wait, he's so boring. They're no, both- I don't like. I don't. I don't want to like hang out. I'm just saying. Like, I just you think. Fuck he- him. No, it was brought up, and I was like, everyone's talking about who was hot, and I'm like, if I have to go between Seth and John Barlow, I'm gonna go with John. Hmm, disagree. Okay, Damien, where do you I stand? Yeah, I agree with that. I think you can disagree. It's okay. No, I'm thinking I, I, I like, but I like Seth. He's, I think I, Seth is like, is, is cute and then has like a better personality. So maybe I'd be more into it for long term, you know? Sure. I see that. Yeah. John does not have a personality. His personality is Lisa. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. But I, I'm really excited for Lisa Barlow, uh, her like Leah Remini moment where she like tries to get to the bottom of this cult that I'm looking for, looking forward yeah. to. Yes, See, that's likewise. what I mean. We're just like gearing up. Like, let's get there, ladies. I know. Ladies. I just like, want to, yeah, I want to arrive. We didn't really, yeah, I don't know. Like, well, I feel like, like what would have happened if the gen thing hadn't happened? Well, I think that's a great point. And I think that that is some of my, also my concerns about this season is that like, they showed us that amazing, the first two or three minutes were so great, but I'm like, are you just like, I, I've heard the streets told me that it's like episode nine or something that that happens, which is a while. So far. I feel like they're like giving us the breadcrumbs to say like, okay, all of this is foreshadowing, but if we didn't know this was coming, mm-hmm. what is the conflict? You know, like if we right. didn't know the Jen, when Jen, when Lisa says like, Jen, get like locked up for me. And it's like the editors like then are showing all of Jen's closets. Like if we didn't know that was coming, like at least on Beverly Hills, we had the Crystal Sutton conflict. We yeah, had the we Rinna have, and yes. Kyle, con- I mean the Rinna and Garcelle, but also yeah. Garcelle and Kyle. Like there were other dynamics that were happening. But of course, we also knew that Erica stuff was coming. Yep. This season, I'm a little bit like, okay, so you guys are rehashing the reunion still. And also, yeah. we just know that Jen's going to get arrested at some point. Yeah, there's not yeah, enough going on. There's, yeah, I agree. I'm hopeful. Yeah, I, I am hopeful. We do have things. That trailer, I'm too. The trailer was full of things that we haven't even seen yet. You know, It's so. true. And we're going to get a mid-season trailer. There's going to be a lot. But yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I think what it is, it's like the, like the Leah McSweeney syndrome where you like, like Bravo pushed her on us. Like she was the new face of Bravo. Yeah. And then like people like Kathy Hilton come in and I don't think Bravo thought she was the new face of Bravo. And then the fans go insane for her and they're like, oh my God, wait, this is who we should be putting all of our like media coverage on, you know, like totally. the fact that I, part of me is not sure that the hunky dory of it all, I don't know that they thought it was as funny as it was. <laughs> like I think they thought it was really funny, and so they left it in. But I don't think they are. I, I'm I, sometimes I'm like, why did they not leave that in the end of the trailer for Beverly Hills? Right, right. Because like they leave in things sometimes where you're like, I wish I could have seen that play out. But like I don't, I just don't know. Like how much they got how, i don't know that they got how good she is yeah maybe they maybe they wanted her to be like a you know like a weapon like a secret weapon because they knew that they already had all of this drama to tease yeah, so that's like true. Else, you yeah, know that's she's also so kathy is so fascinating to me because she's so she's so rich and like is an established person like we're not suspicious of like where kathy's money is right. coming from right um, but she's also like untouchable right now. Like the Bravo universe loves her. And yeah. also all of those housewives are so terrified of her. Like Dorit, like all of Dorit's issues it. with Garcelle have also ha- come out of Ka- uh, Kathy's mouth too. Like in terms of like, you've, you're talk too much or whatever. Yeah. But, like nobody will come for Kathy. And I wonder if she comes back another season, which I assume she will. 
Like if she'll ever be caught up in drama or if she'll always just stay a friend of and skirt drama. I kind of think she is perfect for what she's doing right now. Friend of and I, it's interesting to watch her like later in the season or almost done with the season, but Mm -hmm. she's talking and she's like egging them on a little bit. Like there's moments like we saw definitely in this episode where she's talking to Sutton, like, so that conversation was like really like, what did you guys talk about? Was it successful? How are you feeling? You know, it's like, I'm not sure it's all produced. I'm sure the producers are like, you two sit here and chat and then like the other girls go over there. But, and then when she's at dinner and she's talking about how, like, she's like, so how's everyone feeling? She's just like egging it on a little bit, which it's like, I don't know if she's like doing it intentionally or like for TV or if she's like genuinely curious. I wonder too, but I thought this exact same thing kicks because she uh, did it also at the dinner when Sutton left the table and Kathy and Kyle both mm-hmm. went outside and then Garcelle as well. And Kathy said something like, you can't leave. Like, And she she's done yeah. it a few times. She did it to Garcelle when Garcelle tried to leave. And I thought like, is this Kathy like being produced or is she producing herself? Or is this like Kathy being brought into the Hilton squad and like right. having like very good manner. So she's like, I have to go get this person who like left and make sure that they don't like leave dinner. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think she probably also is like watching Kyle a little bit maneuver. And she's like, I guess I should follow her, mm-hmm. you know, cause mm-hmm. Kyle is really, she's a, she's a professional. Like she's really good at like propelling like conversations on these shows. Like, She's, like, there to have fun, but there's, like, she's done it for so long that I feel like there's a part of her brain where she's, like, okay, we need to, like, it's, she doesn't manipulate, but she's good at, like, at, like, checking in and, be like, what Kathy's doing with Sutton. Like, Kyle would do something like that with Sutton be, like, how are you feeling? Like, I think Mm -hmm. that she's, like, good at understanding where moments are, and I think Kathy's just kind of following, like, her sister's move. I don't know. Yeah. Do you like, do you like Kyle, Damien? No, no. But this is my first season of appreciating Kyle because I feel like I understand like the where she operates, which is that she is like a connector, and I feel like she's probably very kind to like the crew. And obviously, like I feel like Bravo has invested a lot into Kyle, and I didn't yeah. really understand yeah. it before. And now I'm like, okay, like she is like sort of like the EP of this. She tried to she like helped bring the group together, but I find her sort of being like she's very cunning in the same way that LVP was, which is to say like. She wants to be play both sides, but also be like the cool girl and like the prettiest in the room and the big and like the center diamond, but isn't really ever like willing to like get her, I don't think get her hands super dirty. And mm-hmm. I feel like that is like, that's annoying to me. Like I want mm-hmm. this Fox force, whatever the fuck five, five to yeah. load. And I just, yeah. I feel like that is Kyle. Like she's like, I want her to just turn her to reach just turn on the rest of them, but I don't think it'll ever happen. I it's think she would jump ship. You don't think yeah. so? Oh, you no, do think I so? just, it, it's not about the Fox Force, whatever. It's, I, <laughs> I, and I don't, I want to like reiterate, I don't think that Kyle's a bad person. However, I am surprised that she's on a lot of people's like top five favorite housewives of all time. And I've like, again, I've said this at nauseum, but I have communicated with her a handful of times and she's a wonderful human. And like, I enjoy her person on the TV. Kix <laughs> but, says, we won't say what she, what Kix does, but yeah, Kix has we'll talk- worked with her. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's, but that doesn't always make for a great housewife, you know, no, Being- but that's what I mean. It's like, I, 
and I again she's like she's like my kind of housewife where she yeah stir a lot of drama she's not like boring but she's like like calm enough that she's like very level-headed and that's what I like in a housewife but I don't know for some reason I'm just always surprised when she's like at everyone's like top five totally housewives and again I don't want that to be shady but it is I kind of get it like I, I she's not my top five I would say but I I think that she is like kind of a necessary presence she's like a good grounding force for the like a grounding presence on the show she's familiar if you've been with the show forever she's also willing to go hang out and talk to anyone about anything um i don't know that she like is like a nice person necessarily i think that she can lean into popular girl behavior a lot of the times and kind of play all sides but i find her to be a i find her to be necessary like she, is, I think she is the glue where Lisa thought she was. Like I think LVP thought she was the glue of the show, and I think right Kyle is the glue. Point. Yeah. No, I, I feel like you I, hard disagree. No, I think I agree with that, but I also feel like LVP, whatever she has, whatever bravado she brings into the room. Like if she came back to the show, I can see Kyle jumping shit because she would be like, okay, like this era is over, and yeah. now me and LVP are gonna like ruin Rinna's life, but. I like what I, I know not everybody's an alpha, but I think that I respond more to people who are like able to be like, just like, as we were talking about, this is before we started recording or during recording, like constantly like liking conflict. Like I want to watch someone be in conflict, not remember. watch somebody. <laughs> was the record button going? I think it I was. Know. No, I think it I'm, was. No, well, we yes, like because, to start conflict. No, it was because we were talking about science. It is in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like, I can appreciate like Kyle just like, she's a she's not an alpha so she just sort of like concocts the drama and then sort of like acts sort of plays dumb like she's uh, also i i feel like she has been she and rin have been the culprit of like so many of the sutton erica conflicts like sort of ribbing sutton to talk right but then acting like offended also by sutton's position yeah i do hope there's a bit of like accountability at the reunion with like everything that Mm -hmm. was said behind Erica's back because like not that I think that not that I'm defending Erica in any way I just I I think that it's like a little shitty that Sutton had to take the the brunt of so much nonsense and like Mm -hmm. and Sutton is a fucking trooper okay she is showing up everywhere there are there are a lot of women who have gone on right there are a lot of women who've gone on uh this franchise and just not showed up to parties when they didn't want to be there anymore yep lisa vanderpump erica erica like Denise. denise yeah and like Sutton is like, here's the thing, like, I'm gonna go and and she's not even going and showing up scared. She's literally not scared. She's like, I'm here, you hate me, but like then that's kinda weird that you hate me, but it's so crazy to think that she wasn't initially in this season as a full time housewife. It's, it's wild to think. I didn't know that until recently. I read that somewhere and I was like, Oh, I had no idea that they filmed with her as a friend of and then she got promoted because she is obviously so crucial Deserves to all of it. the drama. I, I don't think this, and I, I am not a like a, a slutton as her fans are called. I think no. What? That's what they're. I I was at Why watch. Do, I was at watch what happens live when it came when that when that phrase came up. But why do people <laughs> need to like align themselves? Because people, that kind of, it, it, we're not in Rihanna's army. She's not Rihanna. Yeah, but every housewife has their like crew, like you know, then, their stands. Yeah, the, Lisa Vanderpump has them. Kyle, I mean, everyone has them. I, I think so. 
But no, I I'm not like a I'm not like a diehard for Sutton because I think she's flawed. But as everyone everyone is, but I do not think this season would be as good as it has been if she was not there. I don't think we would have talked about it. I don't think we would have gotten anywhere with Erica. No, I think it would have been really hush hush because, and and say Garcelle was there alone without Sutton. I don't think that Garcelle. Like I think Garcelle would try would have tried to confront the situations and then had to have like bow out mid season because like no one would talk to her about it. Totally. Know? That's exactly what it would have happened. She would have I think she would have buckled, like she wouldn't have known what to do and would have just shut down and yeah. like mm-hmm. would have been like talked in her confessionals but not addressed anything like in the moment. Wait, what do we think about Garcelle? I I didn't I, I like Garcelle a lot because she is down to like stir drama which is what we need on these shows. When she was like, never have I ever. And then she says stolen. <laughs> and now I don't think it was I, I don't, directed at Erica, right? I, don't, I don't know, think but it here's was as big as a deal as it looked in editing. I agree. Here's what I want to say to the phantom though, who like had a problem with it. I, I don't know where I land on it, but I think that when Lisa Renna has done such things, we laugh. And then when Garcelle does such things, we get mad at her. Not we, but people get mad at her. And I'm like, Lisa Renna literally accused Dorit after knowing that this wasn't true, that she, people were doing cocaine in her bathroom. So, like, I don't think we need to get mad at herself for bringing up, like, stealing. And I also don't think Erica stole. So, like, I don't even think it's directly related. But then, and Erica's confessional for her to be, like, so, like, she's like, I didn't steal. I, I don't know. I Fuck you. And she called her, like, C, she called her, like the C word. I was confused because I was like, is it edited? Because I feel like that is like such a normal, also like nobody, nobody answered that they stole. And I was like, I stole a pack of gum at like Rite Aid. Like, I stole one. Like, so yeah. much nail oh my God. has been stolen. Um, so I was confused. Like the, the way it was, I was trying to figure out how, how that was edited to be shady or if it was Garcelle actually being shady. I didn't know that people yeah, had a response to it online edited. and were like annoyed by it. I, know, I don't really know that, but I could see the, does can... Erica have stands like that right now? Oh God, there is one that I'm not even going to acknowledge, but there's someone we can talk offline about this who <laughs> okay. is really, really diehard talking about how er- everyone is coming for Erica too hard. Wow. Okay, I didn't know this. I mean, I also think it's okay to like not agree, but I'm not into people like going on the internet and being like mad. I don't know, being mad at Garcelle. Yeah, no, I, I no. I just or, people are coming so hard for Crystal. It's so fucked up. People like are coming hard for her because she's like being really neutral and kind of stepping out of it. People are like you like saying horrible things to her on Twitter, and it's like no, she's just like staying. Also, it's her it. first year, and she's like trying yeah. to like figure out how to do the thing. Do we think that she'll be back? What do you think, Damien? I do. I think that they're going to keep this entire cast and like maybe they'll add a friend up or somebody that they'll like try out and see if she yeah. becomes full time or a friend. What do you guys think? Uh, I think I think I, I, I definitely agree with you. I could see them yeah. also not even adding a friend up. I think that there's enough like there there that. Well, I think what would be smart, actually, is if they were able, like brought Garcelle brought in someone. I agree. I think that Garcelle needs like a real friend, like somebody who she's mm-hmm. actually friends with, because I feel like she's friends with Sutton, but Sutton, they like met on the show. And I feel like she needs somebody where she has some established history so that, and also maybe another black woman. So it's like these conversations that are about when she's like talking about being like the only black woman in a room and everyone's like, I'm like, Kathy's like, I feel weird. And <laughs> it's like, not the insane. same thing, girl. 
Um, I have felt uh, alone so many times. <laughs> like, yeah, because I, you have more money than everyone. Yeah, because you bought this. You bought out this whole ass hotel for the weekend. <laughs> right, that's right. On you. I wonder. I wonder if they. The reason I wonder if they'll bring in anybody new is because they have to think of that they have to have other stories that, that aren't rooted in Erica and mm-hmm. Sutton, or like Erica and who aligns with her and who doesn't. Yeah. And I was like, you know. I don't know like what the drama will be, but I know that Sutton and Lisa are going at it now about Elton John. So that whole thing isn't so dumb, but I kind yeah. of die for it. Yeah, I love it. Obviously, it's so, <laughs> it is so dumb. I think because this season has been such a success, like in the ratings and watches and all that kind of stuff, I kind of don't think they're going to change it. Yeah, I think I think we're here, and then maybe a little a little sprinkle of someone else. What? What do you think if Camille comes on as a friend or as a guest and has like lunch with um, Kim Garcelle and Sutton and talks about what you guys are not into it? You're not I'm down into- for a lunch. I yeah, she's been not- friend of so many times, which she, that should have teed her to become a housewife again, and it oh, never right. works out for her. And I'm like, that last reunion appearance she made was mm. unhinged and not in even her- like a fun <laughs> way. Like it was like, girl, sit down, stop, sit down. It was painful, but also in her defense, I feel like it was sort of an like it was not a. She was like basically the face of Lisa Vanderpump's like. So she just like, just, yeah, she just like, she didn't, she wasn't going to be able to last. It was was awful. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. That, I forgot about that whole thing. Because that season was kind of, uh, to me, like the whole dog drama and then Lisa not showing up to the reunion is is absolutely insane. And it's so stupid. It's so dumb. And Camille sitting there, like, also, yeah, oh my God, I forgot about that. Is anyone watching Vanderpump Dogs? It's dumb. No, I haven't. It's over, right? Yeah, I think it was just... Great. One and was done. John or John Snow and John, whatever his name is, on the show. Certainly not John Snow, but John. Um, <laughs> John oh, right. no, that's the character. <laughs> that, that would be a Game of Thrones. Um, John Sessa and some. Wait, John Sessa and John Blizzard. That's why. Nah. it's no, it's Blizzard. Is that real? Okay, cool. Yeah, because because cool LVP that. was always like bl- Blizzard. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I can't stand her. I can't stand her either. Which wait briefly. You watched the the um, VPR premiere. I quick, did. Quick I thoughts, did. Quick thoughts. Um, I thought it was kind of like forgettable, but I think my expectations were really. I stopped watching last season because I really didn't couldn't connect to any of the new cast. Yeah. So, um, I think my expectations were super low, and I was like, okay, like I can maybe this will work, but I'm not like I'm not totally sold. Also. These people have established history, which makes it like good TV, but mm-hmm. then also sometimes like conflict runs its course or you don't hang out with people anymore. So there's some right. of it where it's like the Lala, Ariana, I'm like, is this real? Is this like totally, you know, invented drama? I don't yeah. know. But I didn't hate it. What do you guys I, think? I didn't hate it either. I do think LVP needs to get fired from her own show because I think that she is Why like. Why is she there? Well, she just is the worst part of it. I know why she's there. Yeah, well, but it's like. But like, she just, I felt. Every time she was on camera, it is so manufactured. I don't know when, I don't know when that like switch happened for her where she started just like fully writing every storyline in her head when she walks on set every day. But I don't buy any of it. Like, I don't buy that she didn't know Tom and Tom were opening a new restaurant. I don't buy the way she's acting to James about. James her son, so fighting weird. with her son. It's like if, if uh, Kix and I's mom, like, ever sat down with a friend of ours because they like chewed one of us out she would literally light them on fire and be like never talk to my son again but instead she's like come to my house and we'll talk about this in person does does she only film at her home 
Because she's a narcissist. I literally hate her. <laughs> That's great. I mean, I don't watch it. So Oh, you made, you made a decision. No, no yeah, she I doesn't haven't watch. watched it. I watched like the first three seasons, which were the the great. So yeah, those are great. Good. Fully like Macbeth. I just got over it. I was just like, I I honestly think it's Lisa Vanderpump because I just like don't understand the like. Let's go talk to mommy at her home. Like, let's go talk it's and weird. Like, explain what's going on. Let's get her opinion. It's like, no, you don't care about her. You're she's your executive producer, so that's why you're there. I know. I think that some of it also feels a little bit like the show has run its course because the people were like young, um, wannabe actors and singers, and now they barely they don't really work at the restaurant no. and they are all famous in their own way and like doing their mm-hmm. own things. And so like the conceit of the show is just different and they should have had, they should have been bringing in new people as the other seasons were going on so that we had new people to like replace them, but they didn't do that. Well, it's shocking to think that there are two cast members on the show that work, that literally still work at Sir, while another cast member is best friends with Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. <laughs> I'm like, this is the, the, like, it's just too much. I'm like, the- there's also a million cast members. That's what I never understand about that show is like in the picture of everyone sitting like sitting around Vanderpump. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? I'm like, there's 20 people around her. Is everyone on the show? I just know they just get some ancillary characters. They usually usually the people of color who are never on the show or like on the outskirts. Yeah, that's a whole other topic with the show. We don't have time to jump into that right now. Um, We have to wrap up on, I think we were saying this in our intro before you got here, Damien. I think one of the best episodes of like Bravo or Housewives you've had in a long fucking time. And it's not because of drama. It's because of just literal like humor. (laughs) Like it is the funny, I was cackling at the beautiful women of Potomac. Karen Huger and the editors, like, and Candace, like, weirdly is so hilarious, even though, like, she's never been that before to me. And, like, the... It was such a, like, a joyful and funny and stupid... I, like, laughed out loud so many times. And yeah. the editing was just... And Candace walking down in her heels <laughs> down the driveway, like a horror movie. And, also, like, the, and the, she loves the, she loves putting, like, um, chiffon, like, on a shoe. Like, I think she, she honestly just, like, tapes it. Yes, she loves a bow <laughs> on a heel. this time, she just had one bow on one heel and we really like her yes she didn't have it was just one of them it was very odd because i was like oh is she wearing those shoes again the ones with the feathers on the back but her asking giselle's daughter who literally can't drive <laughs> at all to it was a great callback it's, it's a, exactly you it had is. to see two scenes of giselle trying to teach her daughter to drive or like taking her da- daughter to get and it's like the payoff was of course in the middle of this, like, fight or whatever, right. having to give, and, like, Candace being like, yeah, 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 do this. I was like, Mwah. thank it's, you so much for, like, keep planting those seeds so we got that payoff. Now, it's something so that my good. roommate noticed when we were watching together, and then I saw some of the, I saw a Pet Shop Boy posted about this a little bit, and some other accounts, and I didn't initially notice it. Did, you, did everyone notice the garage, how it was not a garage, because like so there's a garage door so the reason you see it is because it's behind all of the robin and giselle shots so what it is is there's a garage door and then on the wall you can see the car sitting in the garage so essentially like the garage has (laughs) three walls carport Uh, yeah the garage has one wall but why would there be a door (laughs) 
Like it, that the door, the one wall is the garage door. That's what's crazy. Right. Like but she, like, what, what, what is, was what does that do? Put, what she did was put a garage door on covered parking. Like, but what, why are we not covering the other wall? Cause then it, there's no, no reason to have a door. Sense. Her whole house makes no sense. Did you see the theory that some people were saying that she did it on purpose, like hosted the party at her house under construction so that when she like sees the when the women come for her house or like make fun of it in confessional, she'll have like ammo to say like why she did what she did. And I was into that theory. I think that I, mean, I don't put anything past her. So she she's a she's a schemer, but I love it. I love it too. And guys, I'm gonna say something that I I we have a little thread with some friends about Bravo, and it did this did not land well with them. But I'm still gonna bring it here on the pod. I'm turning on Wendy a little bit. And it's not that I don't no okay it's not that I don't think that we're all I don't it's it's not that I don't think that Giselle and Robin are being bullies it's just that I don't understand like where she's at with the housewife's game like and like when when someone is so defensive to a point you're like wait no but now I'm like worried like that there's something going on because like she's so she's so upset when she's seen on this television show, like these women constantly bring up things about Ashley Darby's husband and all this, you know, and like, there's been so much going on. And I I don't know. I just like, I, I think that she's not delivering like on the housewives front as well as like others. And I think she's a great person. And like, I would be friends with Wendy. I just, I'm not sure she's delivering as a housewife and I don't think she's getting the, as the kids say, assignment. I don't know. Y'all, y'all seem really not into my take here. (laughs) I have some reservations about Wendy. I think that she's having a weird second season and I, like so many housewives do, I feel like she saw herself on camera and she was like, cool, I'm going to like fix some of like this stuff. And I feel like that is fine. But then this, like, the part of her that's, like, making candles is weird to me. Like, yeah. that is not delivering on being a satisfying, like, second season storyline. And it doesn't align with the person that she introduced us to no. last year. So, like, I don't care about plastic surgery or whatever. But I'm oh, confused no. why you suddenly want to make candles after you told us you were a professor and, like, a pundit and also have four degrees. Um, so I agree with that part. I also thought that, like, what we were getting between her and Giselle was going to feel more sad maybe i agree with you because i feel like she like she showed up to that event opposed right. to doing something cool which would have been like having her own event and then inviting, right. like that's events. iconic housewife's behavior yeah exactly mm-hmm. and i feel like that is what it's like something isn't like kind of like it's like she wants to still be in the loop because she wants to be on the show right but she's like also so hyper offended by the thing that was happening which like i understand why that was offensive but also like this is this is the nature of these awful shows you know, right. so like on Beverly Hills, like if this had come up, say this storyline had happened on Beverly Hills between LVP and someone who talked about LVP so much today. Um, and it would be the storyline for the whole, sh- the whole show because that's Beverly Hills in Potomac. What they do is the name of the game is they drag each other's husbands, their families, their things, and then they get together and make jokes and laugh. And then at the reunion, they get re mad about it together. And it's why we love these women is because they yes. like are so thick skinned like that they're just down to play like they're literally down to like get into it i just don't think she is down with what like potomac is like i just don't i think that what giselle and ashley and robin did is not nice and i think it's fucked up i just don't know that she's like the right housewife for this franchise right now because i just don't think she can 
play with them in the way that like like they can play with each other. I don't know. Kicks, what do you think? I feel like you're really angry right now because yeah, you love Wendy. I, Giselle makes my fucking skin crawl. She, I, but same. Really, I think that's what you know, don't get when I say things like this. I'm like, I don't like her. I just think she's no. I think she's a really bad person. I agree, and I think that like ro- she's rubbed off on Robin, and Robin is like not looking incredible. No, I also agree with that, and I think that it's okay for not all of the women to like be as thick skinned as the rest of them because like. The way that, like, Ashley and Giselle are friends and even, like, Karen and Candace, it, you know, it's, like, the way these women can, like, forgive each other is fucking crazy that I think yeah. it's, like, Wendy's, like, what is happening? Like, what is truly right. happening? No, I agree. And I don't think that makes a bad housewife. I think that makes her part, like, a different dynamic in the group. And, I mean... Of course, like the shady, reasonable game was like asking for comments like this. Yeah, sure. I hated that. I hated when they yeah, when the I'm, last question. I thought that was awful. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. I think that like Giselle and Robin like genuinely enjoy picking on Wendy. I think they just pick on everyone. You know, I agree. I think they pick on everybody. No, I think I, I think I really think they do. I but but I think that. I think where you struggle with like the housewives is that you like like don't like mean people for like in at all period and so you don't like them and so you're like I don't like them as housewives right like you don't like them as housewives either right Giselle do you find do you find Giselle to be a necessary evil or no you want her gone see and that's see I think she's so necessary to the show like she's a Kenya that's why I love Kenya it's like we need people there that are going to do things that we would never do I just am like bummed like because Giselle like had I first season second season she was annoying as fuck third season fourth (laughs) season I was like this woman is like I am turning against myself and I'm enjoying her and then all of a sudden, I'm just like back again to being like, you're honestly a little too mean. Like, interesting. This is really interesting. Fascinating to me, honestly. I think it, I go ahead, Damien. No, I just agree. I, I think that even what Giselle has even more so than Kenya is that she seems to like be pleasant and fun to be around, like in the group when it's like not about the drama, of course. But like, yeah. she seems like she's like has a good sense of humor. She's self aware. She can take a joke. She doesn't mind getting red or like the shade. And I feel like Kenya is that's hard. Like Kenya doesn't seem to be that much fun that's for many other women to be around. Right. I feel like Giselle is like funny and self-aware, but then also like knows how to stir the pot to like create a moment. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. To me, she's she really doesn't feel. She seems like she seems like a necessary evil because if you took her out of the equation, then what are we gonna? What would we have got this season? Absolutely. I just get frustrated that she literally refuses to let people come at her for things she shuts it down no one's allowed to like say anything about her horrible situation with that man jamal but they did like, right but she let wendy but, say it she was like okay say and like when, she let monique say it and karen said but it the then, like at like when people when she's coming for wendy for a relationship and like Wendy says something about Jamal and she's like, I don't want to talk about that. Everyone's scared of her because they're like, oh, we're not going to bring it up. And I just like wish people would like fight her a little bit on some of like, she's just like, can be very hypocritical, which like 
I think if she was mean and let people in, she can dish it and take it. I don't think she can take it as much as she dishes it. And that's what kind of like bothers me about her as a housewife, because even like at last reunion, she just let people like talk at her and was so combative, but not in like a fun way of like a really closed off way. I just don't think she can handle the heat as much as she gives the heat. She did have a bodyguard. <laughs> so stupid. I hated it. So fucking stupid. It's honestly just. No, I know. And, and once again, I want to say, I, I, I say this all the time. Like just because I don't like Wendy for the show doesn't mean I don't think that she would be a wonderful person to have right, dinner with. Absolutely. Like, I think I she think she's really I think she is in the right place for the show. Okay. Because I okay. think the candle thing is fucking ridiculous. And it's like, I think I think she brought all these tools to the show, not knowing that this Eddie scandal was going to be the reason people are talking about her on the show. She was like ready to like talk about candles and talk about like Mia for no reason and all these other things. And then everyone's like, wait, 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 your husband is allegedly cheating on you. And she's like, but my candles in my new boobs. But you see how that makes her look like there's things going on. Like not, I I think what you said is actually literally spot on to how she planned to go into the season. But, Mm -hmm. but from an, from an outsider's perspective, her like doubling down on candles, like makes her look unhinged a bit when she's like like it, it makes it look like are you like okay like, are you hiding something because like we're asking you no. about something in your life and she's like but the candle comes out soon you know and it's like <laughs> do you see like you'd be like to a friend you'd be like no but like <laughs> did you hear about that but no something that friends to her no well uh, i don't know well so something i found out recently from taria of what else is going on taria told me something new about wendy that i did not know and that was that apparently Robin had told Wendy about the uh, Eddie allegations before they had started filming and said, this is happening like in the press. Like, have you seen it? And then because Wendy had said this on an on an interview and she was like, they I, I knew about it before we even started filming. And Robin had said, like, if it comes up, be prepared, because like, that's just kind of how this thing goes. And so. But she thought Robin was kind of like looking out for her and then was shocked to see that Robin like was part of the team that was like trying to bring her down. And she was like, that's why she got so mad at her. Interesting. I don't I think I had seen like a headline, but I didn't watch. There was like an Instagram live or something that yeah. she said that um, that's fascinating, though. It doesn't it does take it makes it look a bit different and it make it does make Robin look worse. Totally. But or does it make her look better? Because she's like, hey, <laughs> if this is plot, she was like, someone me is going to bring this up on the show. It's going to be me. Um, but did you? Did everyone see Mia Mia's iOS press release today? Wait, no. About the, <laughs> she, yes, she pulled it. Was this? I don't know if it was today or last night. It happened some time. I saw it today. She was like. So she, her, her and Ascala have been going at it. Oh, on, on and then things. she was like, I don't run my own social media. Yeah, she was like, I fired my social media manager. So cool. I loved it. <laughs> I'm like, that is, I'm sorry, y'all. Crazy. That is iconic housewife behavior. To blame. Yeah, I'm into it. It's, she's delusional. I love it. Jen, Jen Shaw did that. <laughs> did she say something like that? Yes. Oh, she, she did. You're right. When she episode. was talking about, yeah, she was like how some her her social media manager was liking Brooks's things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She said, "I don't even run my shit," and Meredith was like, "Me either." But I, they know not to like shit that's like offensive. But also, when Meredith said that, I was like, "Meredith, 
why are you have why are you hiring someone to run also, your like yeah why are they wasting the money it seems like so stupid stupid it's so dumb like Meredith's social media manager probably does nothing because Meredith's like <laughs> not that active on social media except for face tuning her body. <laughs> okay, well, drag there we her. go. Drag her. <laughs> you are you are Meredith's Robin, apparently. No, okay. <laughs> she's not quite Gretchen level, but she's like skirting that way. You Meredith? think? No. Yes. You are coming with hot takes today, kicks that are okay, out of the I blue. Need to look this up. I, I don't know any outfit except Garcelle. And candy. Oh, candy's so good. Well, I don't think oh. I've noticed that she facetunes. <gasps> Come on. I'm going right now while we're on air. Her skin looks like it just came out of a fresh pressed washer, dryer, iron, laundry situation. <laughs> yeah, but this is like, you oh don't think this is just what she looks like? No, it's literally not what she looks like. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I think there are touch-ups, but I don't I don't think we're doing full Kim Zolciak where like the tiles on the wall behind me are like circles that were squares. Like not full like like Nini has done some insane things where the background behind her is like wait. It's like wobbly. <laughs> yeah. I like this photo of um Meredith and Brooks where they both look like <laughs> mannequins. Brooks like They're- can't. I, I don't even have energy to dive into Brooks Marks today, but <laughs> um well uh a Scala had her moment, and I loved it this week, I y'all. Love, I really I'm like her. Ascala. I'm into her as well. Yeah. Do we think she'll be a a friend of forever? It feels like I that think, to me. I think, I think that did. there's like too many power players yeah. in this particular cast right now. So unless and she's gonna get like that Marlo or like Shamia like role where it's like you're great, but we just have too many other people that are like have right. established themselves. Right. Well, Atlanta could have had. Shamia on last season as a full time. She brought so much. <laughs> I, I do love me some Shamia. I why was Shamia on last season? She okay. didn't do anything, did she? I don't even remember. So apparently Shamia the reason Shamia's never been a full time, but she's been offered apparently before, is her husband doesn't want to it's... be a part of the show. Oh, I respect I mean, that. I feel like, like they would just situation. get a divorce if they were, so <laughs> Yeah. Um oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> That was a full Wendy Williams. What was that, John? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Damien, any final thoughts on all the things we've covered today? Oh, my God. I mean, I just want... I'm really nervous about the Beverly Hills reunion, and I really want... I, like, don't think it needs to be four parts. I feel like it's... I don't think so either. Never... Nothing ever needs to be four parts. I agree. (laughs) Even even the Atlanta reunion that was kind of epic in itself was not... Like, it didn't need to be four parts to deliver what it did. So... No. I feel like they're dragging it out. I feel like Andy is not really a good moderator, and um, I'm concerned. And also, like, worried that Garcelle and Sutton just, like, don't know how to housewife as well as some of the other women at this point. And I, like, I hope that they will be able to like go at the other women quickly, but I feel like they both sort of shut down when they are in conflict in the moment. Yeah. I do think my concerns. I do think we're in for an unhinged reunion based on what they chose to wear to the reunion. Terrible. Terrible. Also like give them a, like a theme, you know, like a suggestion of like, this is like, I think their theme was circus literally. (laughs) rich like look wealthy so everyone wore like jewel okay, tones but no one and, looked like, wealthy sparkles, but it looked it, also like nobody looks like they're in the same story which is like in, like when atlanta will be like all white or like right. they're, like we'll do like yellow and then like uh beverly hills it's like rich 
okay. Yeah, no, not not. Crystal's in like a prom dress. She's in like but a. It's like, weirdly jewel tones. I think it was like. No, but then Kyle's wearing that weird like black like, like titties prom, out like a homecoming dress. No, literally they. Look Kyle's like in like a full on like going to the club look. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know. I honestly hot take think Rena's is the best. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Actually, I thought she looked good too. I agree. I, think. I did see people posting that she looked like the uh, lizard um, from Monsters Inc., and I do agree with that. But um, and that is kind of her personality <laughs> in many ways. Um, <laughs> well, Damien, we have had a blast talking to you today. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, folks. Of course, oh, yes, you're welcome so back anytime. Um, before we let you go, though, plug all the stuff. Oh my gosh! Please um, follow me on all of the things at Damien Bellino and find my podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It's called You Might Know Her From. And yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I can't wait to watch Bridal Plasty and then report back. <laughs> can't wait. Please, we might need to do a, a special a reunion. Dying to talk about the show. So. <laughs> I got you. Kate, I, got you. <laughs> I feel like we could reach out to all the cast of Bridal Plasty and be like, "Do you want to come on?" And they'd be like. Yeah, let me just like. I would love that. <laughs> let me see if I can get off work at Wendy's tomorrow, and I'll be there. <laughs> how dare! How dare! They're all married and housewives now. <laughs> yeah, maybe there is an iconic challenge where they have to like write each other's vows. They have to write what they think the other person. So mm. they they write what they think their spouse's vows would be, and their spouse who is at home writes what they think the wife's vows would be. And I so bet it goes really well, right? Yeah, it goes amazing. They, like, don't know anything about each other. Like, there's, like, all these, like, awful, like, like, one of the, (laughs) like, one of the husbands, like, I love my husband's big dick. Like, and it's, it's a mess. It is a huge mess. But yes, once again, please watch Bridal Plasty. There you go, Kix. You got your Bridal Plasty moment again. Um, Well, uh, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet. You can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. Yes, and then the podcast at Dumpster Dive Pod. Rate, review, subscribe to all the pods, uh, ours, Damien's, and anyone who you've ever listened here, subscribe, do all the things. And have a fantastic day, morning, night, whenever you're listening to this. And Damien, say bye to everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>